Everybody, welcome back to Wicked Good Sports. This is Power Play, and we're joined as always by Chris Uminski. Chris, how you doing? Doing good, Brian. How are you? Doing quite well. Um, nice and warm, unlike the people who attended the game we're going to be talking <laughs> about here. As I saw some real frozen beers on uh, on Twitter, I think from your Twitter account, you reposted that. Oh, yeah. Not mistaken. A lot of, a lot of frozen facial hair, too. Yeah. <laughs> so it... All the pictures of the Winter Classic looked amazing. How was the game, actually? The, this Winter Classic is the best one they've had in a long time, I think. All right. Hey. It had, a, it had, it had a lot of great moments. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and hockey players are a different breed. The St. Louis Blues showed up, and it's, neg- it's like negative 14 out. Mm-hmm. It rolled up to Target Field in Hawaiian shirts, shorts, and flip-flops. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> couldn't couldn't be me. <laughs> you know, that was that's a flex right there. Mm-hmm. And it was uh it was the Minnesota Wild versus St. Louis Blues. Um the blue the Blues ended ended up winning. Oh, I think it was six to four. Mm-hmm. And the it it was a great atmosphere watching the game. They had another great group of analysts. Mm-hmm. Um, and like some things taken away from the game. Uh, the Minnesota Wild power play sucks. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, they, especially that whole first period, they would, on the, no, not their power play, their, their penalty kill. Their penalty kill sucks. They right. try to kill off a penalty, and in the middle of the penalty kill, they get another penalty. <laughs> or a guy comes out of the box two seconds later, no penalty. Mm. So not not ideal, and probably contributed to why they let up six goals. Yeah, that's definitely a reason. Their goaltending was just... Oof. Yeah. Uh, oh. that's un- that is unfortunate, but I guess what's the uh, general... Consensus. You said it was maybe their best one ever. I what, think, I didn't, like, what's the word? Possibly, definitely the best one they've had in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't know if it was the best one of all time. I I saw one in person a few years ago, so mm-hmm. might have was a little bias. Or was that the Bruins game in Fenway, or did you go to a different? Oh, that was the Bruins at Gillette, uh, oh, versus, Gillette, the, Gillette. versus the Canadians. Gotcha. So that must have been fun. Oh, yeah, it was fun. And, and the St. Louis Blues, too, they could have put just one guy on the ice, and mm-hmm. they probably still would have won. That's Jordan Cairo. And he just dominated the whole game. And uh, Vladimir Tarasenko had a lot of point combos. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just it was, it was a, it was a great game. Good one. And I mean, it's always fun, right? I feel like everyone oh, yeah. looks forward to the Winter Classic. But yeah, definitely. It's it's one of my favorite sporting events of the year. And I think mm-hmm. my favorite part is the uh, throwback jerseys. I'm wearing mine right now. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, and like the throwback jerseys this year look wicked cool. I think Minnesota's was my favorite. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't seen those, definitely check those out. Yeah, so from, uh, you know, 
the the broader NHL to more specifically. How have the Bruins been doing since we last talked? Last we talked, I believe, it was everything is being canceled. So we've had some games since then? Yes. Yes, we've had games. Have hockey to talk about. Um Yeah, the Bruins have been doing have been doing really good. Uh they played the Sabres on uh, a few days ago. And the first the first couple periods of that game were, were looking a little rough hmm. for the Bruins. Um, like, the Sabres are the Sabres. They're, they're a better team than they were last year, but they're still not great. Hmm. So that was disappointing. But the third period, they pulled it out, ended up winning an OT. Nice. Then, man, the Red Wings game on, on Sunday. Don't hold back. It's, um, oh man, um, they blew out Detroit. Um, I think it was like five to one or something like that. It was mm-hmm. one of those stupid, like high-scoring games. Right. Uh, defense looked great. I mean, Swayman looked great. Very nice. Um, and. And Bruce Cassidy made a very controversial decision for that for that game. Mm-hmm. You know that the Bruins have that dominant first line. Um, you know, Marshawn, Bergeron, Pasternak. Mm-hmm. But the biggest problem the Bruins have, have been having as of late, Bergeron hasn't been the defense. It's been a lack of offensive scoring depth. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and that's been a problem really since David Krejci left. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's like your first line is great, but they're they're doing all the work. So mm-hmm. Cassidy moved Pasternak down to the uh, down to the third line, right? And I would say that was a good decision. Um, I like I, I don't know if I love the line being being broke up, but if it works, it works. Mm-hmm. If it helps, you know, keep up sco- keep up uh, scoring. Matter what line is on the ice, because the second the second line is still good. Taylor mm-hmm. Taylor Hall's a good goal scorer. The other night too, he was looking like vintage Taylor Hall, like that year that he got VP. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm, I'm glad to see that he that he's doing good too. No, definitely. Um, so, anything else on those two games before we move on to our next Bruins topic? Uh, not much in those two games, I guess the. Uh, not much in those two. Um, there's a couple rumors going that have been floating around the last couple of days. I forgot okay. to tell you about this earlier. This is kind of an interesting thing. It sort of leads up into our next topic. All right. Hit, hit me. I'm ready. So there's been a rumor going around that we might be looking to make a deal with the Edmonton Oilers. Okay. Um, who, who are we making a deal for? Um, I haven't heard any names on that end yet, but I do mm-hmm. know that they're pitching uh, Jake DeBrusque and, and Linus Olmark. Okay, and what are your thoughts on that? My thoughts are the Oilers are a good team. Mm-hmm. Really, like, no matter who we get from them, it's going to be a plus. Mm-hmm. One of those, like, great, well-put-together teams. Right. Um, and I think it solves a, a trade like that would solve a lot of the Bruins' problems. Linus mm-hmm. Olmark is a goalie of the tandem we have right now. He's, mm-hmm. he's the weaker one. He's still, I think he's still good enough to be able to so, 
maybe try to get something good for him. <clears throat> and it'll be good for the Bruins to get rid of his contract, too, because he has right. a stupidly bad contract. Um, <laughs> and maybe a part of that deal might be Jake DeBrusque. Okay. And you're cool with that, or...? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, he yeah. asked for a trade. Yeah. Asked for, he asked for a trade. Um, it's tough when, yeah, he comes out and that comes out and the people are booing him. It's yeah. like, all right, well, this is probably not going to, like, resolve. It's like at that point when you're getting booed by your home crowd, you got to you gotta find a trade for for them. Yeah. Um, so I think that'll be some addition by subtraction mm-hmm. um, if he ends up part of a deal with the Oilers. Right. And uh, so, all right, um, if that goes through, then that leads us with only one goalie, technically, unless Tuca comes back, right? Well, that's the, that's the other bit of, that's the other big rumor that's going around. We are mm-hmm. expecting Tuca Rask to sign a contract any day now. All right, so what does that mean if he comes back? Is he automatically the starter, or? Um, well, I guess what they... Bruce Cassidy has been dropping little hints. Mm. He said um, just earlier today, like, we can expect Tuka Rask to be starting in, within two weeks. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> not so much a hint as just this is going to happen. <laughs> yeah, but I guess when they do sign him, they're going to send him down to Providence mm. uh, first because, I mean, it's been a while. It's, it's been a minute <laughs> since, he's, since he's started an NHL game. Yeah, so they're going to send him down what, to Providence like for a little seven bit. Seven months? Yeah, Eight something months, like, something like something, that? Something like that, yeah. Oh, man. Um, that'll be good, and then he'll come back. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm optimistic. Um, He's been practicing, uh, like we've talked about before, he's been practicing with the Bruins for a while now. Um, And and he's looking, he's looking good in those practices. I like mm-hmm. knowing that he is on the ice. This is like a surgery like the one he had. Mm-hmm. Um, like that's some serious stuff, and that can that can affect how how a player plays for the rest of his career. Sure. Yeah. So hopefully he'll hopefully if they are going to be making a trade um, and like putting him in Providence to play, like they've seen enough in practice and stuff to where they're fairly comfortable that he's going to be you know pretty much ready to play. Yeah. So, we'll see. It's exciting. I mean, I know I know. there's, like, lots of, like, Tuca has, has, has had his great moments, has had his not-so-great moments in Boston, but I yeah. like Tuca, so I'm, I'm hopeful that he's going to play well. I was going to say, like, my, my, my feelings about him switch back and forth all the time. Like, if you had mm. asked me a week ago, I would have said, oh, I can take him or leave him. Right. But, like, today, I'm like, you know what? I think it might not be such a bad thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see, right? Yeah. All right. Um, so we're going to end the show with uh, some good news, some just straight-up good news. No, like, no, you know, like, it's good for something but nothing, bad for anything else. This is just, yeah, this is just happy, happy news, right, Chris? Oh, yeah, man. There's such a such a wholesome moment. Um, happened during the uh, Kraken Canucks game, mm-hmm. Seattle. So, guess as the story goes, there's a there's a Kraken fan who's sitting right behind the opposing bench, mm-hmm. and 
like when you sit there, like you're you're pretty close to the players and right. and the coaches, and you can you can like hear what they're saying, can you can see them really well. Well, I guess this fan is a doctor, mm-hmm. a nurse or something, a medical professional. Right. Um, and she noticed a mole on the back of one of the coaches. Uh, neck. Let me see if I can get his name real quick. Mm-hmm. So yeah, of course, you know. As they all say, if there's a mole bigger than a pencil eraser, you should probably get it checked out. So if this story does nothing else for you, if there's a mole that you've been holding off on, go get it checked out because it could be could be something. It was uh, Brian, Brian Hamilton, uh, the, Brian equipment Hamilton. Manager, the, the equipment manager. But I guess what she does is she sees this mole and she types out a message on her phone and starts banging on the glass, banging on the glass, trying to get his attention. Eventually, you know, he turns around, she puts her phone up, and it says something like, you need to get the back of your, you need to get that mole in your neck checked out. And I guess, took it seriously, it turned out to be cancerous. Jesus, so, she maybe saved his life, maybe, I mean, that's not crazy to say, right? Yeah, well, he spent, after, after he found that out, and, you know, he got the mole taken off, um, Mm -hmm. he put out like a social media campaign like i need to find this mm-hmm. fan and right. and thank her profusely for saving my life <laughs> right and so like that was so it's been fun following that he eventually found her mm-hmm. um invited her invited her to a, to a game and the kraken and the canucks both contributed to she's a medical student that's what she was um mm-hmm. And they are giving her a ten thousand dollars scholarship for medical school. That's cool. It's a nice, nice thing, you know, to wrap a bow on this story. It's a nice, it's a nice wholesome sports moment in a few days with without very many wholesome sports moments. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Certainly not the NFL and players leaving in the middle of games. Oh, as, if I, that's if, quite wholesome. If I ever quit my job, that's how I'm. That's doing. how you get it. To- just throwing your shirt into the crowd. you guys? I'm going home. I did see one, not to detract you, I did see one tweet. It's just like, you know, I don't think this is a good thing, but I do respect the hell out of someone quitting their job like that and running oh, off. Yeah. You, can't even, you can't even be mad. Mm-hmm. Antonio Brown is Antonio Brown. But every every now and then, <laughs> oh man but yeah so this this is obviously a great story and one one we definitely wanted to make sure to mention to close out this episode of power play chris is there anything else you want to touch on before we get on out of here i uh, nope i guess i'm looking forward to a busy brewing schedule next yes. week they're playing like every other day which is <laughs> get weird. get a make up for lots time here um, oh man looking forward to looking forward to the olympics looking yes. forward to the Forward to the bean pot too. That's that's coming up. I'll be I'll be covering that pretty good. Cool. Uh, yeah, for those of you who don't know, it's the uh, Boston colleges. They have their own little championship, uh, and it's very fun to follow every year. And it's an annual it's an annual tournament. Go BC. And BC is a, a BC one of them, of course. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean it's always fun to see who wins that, and uh, I think it, it really a lot of does. Yeah, that's that's the thing too. Like, the uh, the hockey scene in Boston for college is pretty serious, right? Like there. Oh yeah, you know. just all all around all around New England, we have mm-hmm. most of the 
Those are the best schools. Yeah. So. Around here. So, I mean, won, the, won the championship last year. So it's like in most like normal times, it's a pretty big event. I don't know what it is like attendance right now with COVID happening, but uh, yeah, if you're if you're in Boston, you want want to see some stars of the future play. That's yes. that's the thing to check out. All right, Chris, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. Is a long one too. <laughs> so really, we have making up for lost time on this too with uh, not doing one last week for the holidays. But uh, yeah, Chris, where can they find you online? So best spot on hockey Twitter is Chris underscore Uminski. Um, always treat, tweeting hockey news, mm-hmm. lots of news, memes. and yes, and the memes. You gotta have the memes. When Definitely you, when you follow me, I was actually in the middle of typing out something pretty dang. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let me know. I'll make sure to retweet it with the Wicked Good Sports account. Not that there's, like, any followers on that account. But, yeah. For those of you who follow that, you'll see it then. Uh, and then follow Chris, of course. You can follow me on Twitter at the TheFakeBMR. It's B-M-A-R-R. Channels on Twitter at Wicked Good Sports, uh, as I said. Uh, it's actually Wicked Good Sport. We, did, we don't have Wicked Good Sports. Uh, someone else has that and they don't tweet very much. It's fine. I'm not bitter at all. Um, and then you can also follow the main channel at uh, WG Everything. Uh, we're on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Wicked Everything. TikTok. That one is actually Wicked Good Sports. Um, and then Wicked Good Everything for more comedy video game stuff. Uh, am I forgetting anything? I think that's it, Chris. I don't know. It's, it's so much. Watch our other videos. I'm sure I mentioned anything I've missed today in those. Uh, we'll see you all in the next one.